Greetings, Dost, to Khudra Healing Podcast. This is a virtual tavern where you'll drink the wine of Sohbet while sipping poetry from Zuleikha's Divan, listening to talks on healing and discourses on the path of Ish. I am Alicia Ali, your host and Dost in the path of love. To learn more about our works, we welcome you to connect to Khudra Healing. Hey there. Hey, hi. Greetings. Awesome. Awesome. Okay, um, this sounds. <laughs> yes. Yeah, salam. Salam. <laughs> Alhamdulillah. Okay, so we've got a DJ in the house who concocts um, lyrics, music. She's um, an alchemist in her own right, an artist, an amazing videographer. Uh, to say in the least, among the many things, and a dentist. So you're basically um, a polymath. Thank you for using that word because I struggled for for a really, really long time. Arts. You, you know how it is uh, today in this era. It's all about the super salad, right? Right. Um, super focused. We discovered, um, you know, people of the past of the golden age um, who are known to have created, covered new paths, you know. Um, we're all polymaths, right? Right. Um, from uh, to like all of these people and I and I and Javed and I know all of these people because we studied about them um, in in dental school and um, it's another story that they're now anglicized and it, it it was like many many years later when I when I discovered that they actually had um, Middle Eastern Persian origins um, and then when I started reading about their history, um, it, it, it really consoled um, me with the fact that it's okay to, you know, have multiple areas of interest and excel in them um, to some degree. And then, and 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 this is an is is like um, it's like a path that's almost forgotten, you know, and it's not encouraged anymore. Um, exactly. It, it's it's like. Um, People, it's almost shameful to be called like um, jack of all trades and and master or king of none, right? But right. Um, um, you, you really have to like flip that perspective and 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 you know um, sort of like look at things from the other side, where all of those aspects and skills that you're carrying can actually help you in some kind of speciality that really is your path, or maybe not. And that's okay. So, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry to digress, but I'm really, really so happy about you using um, this adjective. Um, it's, it's almost an, a, a forgotten um, 
uh, say personality you know um, <laughs> that, that people need to revisit <laughs> yeah I've been struggling so, with that so for ages you. yeah and I've embraced my multi-dimensional self um, and right. um, yeah you can be jack yeah you're such a perfect example of that yeah, you're such a perfect example of that too. And it's amazing that now I sort of like rendezvous with people just like myself. But for a very, very long time, I struggled with that. And maybe that was because I had to like, that was a part where I had to like accept myself and come to that understanding that it's okay to be like a multidimensional being, right? Right. Absolutely. Well, I didn't um, really do justice to the audience and uh, share, you know, a bit more about you. So I want to just reverse and uh, do a bit of that before we get into uh, the main topic of discussion. So just um, bear with me for a few moments while I basically pull up your bio. So Afrikan is who we have. <laughs> All right today okay another name for her is Anachimia and she's basically an electronic music producer DJ and visual artist engaging primarily in photography and video with a passion for digitally manipulated art right <laughs> I love that manipulation part um, okay so you're an ardent student of Kabbalistic philosophy. She finds the rigid notions of conformity, belonging, and identity very archaic. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Ideas in the context of planetary futurism. Her visual work in music has been exhibited in London and Paris alongside works of legendary electronic musicians like Daft Punk Craft work, Jeff Mills and Juan Atkins. Wow. She was one of the first music editors writing for Saudi Arabia's leading national daily Arab news, and then became the first music magazine publisher via her magazine, Verse 69 bringing interviews from the world's biggest electronic music artists to the kingdom. She is also the author of Girl Alchemy, a self-help manual for females on how to guide your feminine potential <laughs> into achieving success in the most important areas of your life, bracket polymath. She believes that audio, <laughs> audiovisual Art is a powerful medium of our time, and all artists share the responsibility of creating work that transforms the collective experience by offering hope, inspiration, and a means towards evolution. She co-founded a feminine-centric home-based perfumery called Zens, love the name, along with her sister, Yusra, <laughs> offering therapeutic body care products. So that's you in a nutshell. Words really can't do justice, but um, as a seeker of jewels, it was quite interesting that I had to meet you and how we met was quite um, interesting because you, you basically came or you um, 
you know, you knocked uh, through another veil and you were just, you know, I don't know which ID you were using. And that was nowhere close to me kind of figuring it out. But um, and then when I when I met you, um, it was quite interesting because then I, you know, really got to find out who this person is. And um, and it's amazing because we've been doing work together since. Our meeting is just like mm-hmm. right away, click, let's right. get on with it. Yeah. <laughs> from from modeling for La Maison de Rumi, yeah. you and your sister Yisra. I mean, that's that was just <laughs> beautiful, effortless, and um, and and our uh, and our um, you know our fusion with poetry and your mm-hmm. music. So that was uh, that was another uh, amazing sort of experience working with you on that, um, alongside you know our various topics of interest um, that we commonly mm-hmm. hold, <clears throat> especially the um, the ET phenomena mm-hmm. and uh, all this all this interesting mm-hmm. stuff, you know, telepathy and and all of that. So you're you're quite um, you're quite in uh, you're quite a handful. As are you? I think your Alicia. mom. Would, your mom. <laughs> I think your mom would be like, "Yep." <laughs> well, you you'd have to have an equally uh, crazy um, mother to like support um, a child like that, and it's and it's amazing that sometimes I feel like I'm actually the parent, um, parenting my parent. Do you know what I mean? Um, and and so I think I would have yeah. to ask. Yeah, your children can also attest to that fact. So, like rain, rain. Um, and so I would just say that I would attribute like most of uh, what I am, um, you know, to her because of the encouragement she's given me to be whoever I am. Right, right. Mashallah. So cool moms. Um equal cool kids yeah Yeah, absolutely cool begets cool (laughs) (laughs) i think i think wait i just want to like digress a bit but i think the purpose of our meeting was for me to actually meet your mom no offense um i still i'm still waiting for that opportunity (laughs) like you and your sister were just veils in the in the thing so definitely, I think she's she's definitely for me like the interest because I'm like, who is this mom who raised these two amazing oh. individuals? So um, I'm really um, in wonderment with uh, with this um, oh. mystical lady. <laughs> she won't disappoint. Um, no, no, she can't. I'm, I'm pretty sure <laughs> she can't and, because I've and... already, you know. I've already experienced her daughters, so like, there's it's not even a question. Oh, thank you. Um, and she's heard so much about you, and and um, and she echoes those exact sentiments. She's quite amused with all the things that she sees, um, right. you know, of our collaborations online, and she always yeah. has a comment or two. Like, she's my biggest critic, actually. I mean, as much as she is a support, she's also like the biggest critic like if I don't want to feel like bad about like a certain art project like I she's not the first person I'd go to but she's actually the first person I go to um just because you know how it is like most parents would tell you 
oh, there's such a cool thing you've done, you know, just because your children, um, you know, they don't want to be a disappointment. But in her case, it's like, she's not like a bad critic, but she's like super honest about everything. And maybe she's the re- reason perhaps why I would like push harder and harder, you know, not, not in an effort to prove myself, but just to like better my art, you know. That's awesome. So, yeah. It's good. She's, um, she's raising the bar and because she, she knows your yeah, potential absolutely. naturally as a mother. And, um, and so hence, you know, um, her, her sense of, uh, her sense of just basically giving you the honest feedback you need in order for you to um, hmm. be more in your potential. Wow. Now that you put it like that, it, yeah, yeah but you that knew that, you know that. <laughs> you already know that, though. No, I mean, <laughs> I don't think I articulated that in a way that you just oh. did, you know. Okay. okay um, and Thank you for that. <laughs> Anytime. So I want to, I want to, I want to, I guess, um, sort of focus today on Zen's. Um, this is your feminine centric mm-hmm. um, perfumery brand and line mm-hmm. of perfumes or essential oils uh, for the fem, mm-hmm. right? So I'd right. like to just basically begin with the name. I mean, what's behind the name? It's such a beautiful name. Oh, thank you. Um, so the idea was when we um, um, usually the ideation is always it's it's me doing that, and then Yusra comes in and she handles like the business aspect or the investment aspect. So, in that sense, we're like a perfect duo. So wh- when I was thinking of what to call it, it almost just came immediately. You know, I didn't have to think too hard about what to call it because um, the name was dictated by the principles that were behind this operation, which was. Um, creating, um, you know, body care that would bring healing. Um, And that would equate to feeling uh, one with your body and with yourself and with your health, right? And so uh, Zen, and then because um, perfumes and essential oils, and the ritual of body care is, um, you know, the the olfactory aspect is so... um, important in that ritual so that sort of equated to like one of the senses and then I said okay sense makes sense you know Mm -hmm. so that's how the name really came about I mean the name was really just like I said dictated by what we were doing or what we were trying to do you know interesting that's that is just basically very naturally or organically um Um, named yeah we didn't have to think too hard like at least I didn't have to think too hard it just was so spontaneous and that's you know when things like that happen then you just know that it's right you know it's it's like almost in its own flow you're not trying too hard and it's it's really strange with me like most like good things with me are like that like if I try too hard then it just like sort of backflips and backfires but when things just like flow naturally um then I know like 
it's you know it's good it's right and this right. was just one of those uh, happy instances where the name just revealed itself almost immediately um like i can't even think of like if i i, I don't even remember like sitting down and thinking too hard about what to call it you know it was that spontaneous so it was almost like it was already created and you just basically tapped mm. into that field and brought it into your reality whereas it it already had it it, it was already created and named <laughs> wow you know um i see it like that it's like you summoned it wow. because it um it came to you it came to you and it wishes to work through you both um quite interesting um now, okay, there's, there's that sort of sense of knowing that, you know, we want to live holistically mm -hmm. and, you know, oils play a great role in that sort of awakening and that understanding and, mm -hmm. and the importance of, um, you know, perfumes and so forth. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it could have just been like, it could have just been that, you know, you come to that awareness and it's about you and practicing it, but, but then taking it to the next level of saying, you know, I'd like to create um, products that are available for other women out there. What was the, what was the inspiration behind that? Because it could well, have just stopped at you, right? <laughs> You know, I would have to um, really credit you with that encouragement. Um, look, I was already doing this. Um, I was doing this for myself. I was creating um, beauty and healing products in my bedroom. And it's just really literally started to smell like a Victorian age apothecary, you know. Um, and um, I, I was doing this for a while. And... Um, you know, my sister was always encouraging, encouraging me to like share these things with others. She said, you know, it was like a really good business idea, but there was something that was just like kind of, I thought I wasn't ready for it. I didn't know how to like run the operations and whatnot. But, but then you came along and um, I don't even remember how you knew if I was doing the stuff or I don't know if I had mentioned it, but you really encouraged me to like push it further. So if Zens came into like public operation, like a hundred percent, it would, I would have to like credit you with that. And I'm so grateful. Really? Absolutely. <laughs> like, I swear this, this question was not even intended because I'm so, um, I'm, I'm honestly oblivious to that. And, and I, and I have a thing where I forget I somehow yeah, I forget. Think... I have a very selective memory. So so then it's just like, okay, you're reminding me. And then I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, you know, well. Um, but that's that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. well, Sorry. well, uh, you know, I, I, it really was you. And I don't know, maybe you just brought forth the surge of like action initiative energy. Um, I mean, I knew I was wanting to do it. And, you know, I, everything was prepared. You know, I had like all my branding. I had like all of the things that I needed to like start the mm -hmm. operation. But then I think I was just waiting for someone to come along and be like, listen, um, ready, steady, go. <laughs> you know? Okay. I got and, it. I got and it. I, and yeah. I would have to like, Zens would have to like credit Alicia Ali um, for really like coming into the public realm as a, as a, as a, as a okay, cool. business entity. 
Okay, alhamdulillah. So, so the, the term Qudra that um, is used for my healing work, it really um, is a means actually to activate that within seekers. And I've seen a pattern and, and hence it's that divine attribute that I'm working with that has such a powerful effect that you are um, uh, not you uh, necessarily, but just seeing that happening where that power, the Qudra, the force, life force. Um, and I can attest you know, to that. Activated. Yeah. And I can attest to that fact yeah. completely a hundred percent. Even though everything was like ready to go, there was this need for this sort of like an impetus. And I think that was you. Yeah. 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 yeah, Definitely. I, I wouldn't even, because I see, I just see it as, okay, Qudra is coming through. And, and so even myself, I, 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 I remove myself from the picture because I'm working with, I mean, we all are working with life force, but there's a conscious um, sort of knowing that um, I have in my work that, you know, it's, it's, it's just working with um, this particular energy field of activation. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm so happy to see that and, and even read about it, um, you know, in, in, in the Arab news and, and other places. So that's just amazing. Thank you. And um, I also noticed in your, um, <clears throat> in your interesting lines that you have, um, um, you know, that you've got like, I believe seven, seven select mm-hmm. females. Mm-hmm. Correct? That's correct. So that's interesting. So what, what was it that, you know, you chose these seven as opposed to anyone else? Was there any sort of, um, what was the, um, the reason behind the, the woman that you've chosen? Mm-hmm. And if you'd like to just, just, you don't have to go really deep into them mm-hmm. per se, but maybe their mm-hmm. names. Absolutely. So one of the products that we offer, um, um, the first is like the signature all-in-one body face and hair mist. Um, uh, you know, and the second in line that we offer at Zens is something called the Zens Spirit Series. So these are basic, basically essential oil blends to anoint um, specific energy points in your body. Um, and the range is inspired by some of history's great feminine spirits. Um, and they include uh, Khatija, um, you know, um, which, um, you know, which is the name of the grounding energy um, essential oil blend. Then we have uh, Mary or Miriam um, for creative energy, Hatshepsut for action energy, Eve for feminine energy, Asya for expressive energy, Joanne for intuitive energy, and Sophia for spiritual energy. Um, the reason that these great feminine spirits were chosen were because their lives and their life missions were just reflective of those energetic points uh, that uh, correspond in our body to the embodiment of those women. Um, for example, Khadija, who is um, the wife of uh, Prophet Muhammad, uh, peace be upon him, um, she was known to be a very industrious woman. She was a very wealthy woman, and she, in fact, 
um, helped um, support the Prophet in his crusades um, simply by virtue of not just being like um, a wifely support, but also with her wealth. And mm-hmm. so the and mm. so when people want help with grounding their energy, which also some sometimes parallels with the need to become more independent. Um, Khadija is the great feminine spirit who inspires us. Um, so basically that blend is, um, you know, dedicated uh, in her memory and of her presence. Um, it was just like very important, I think, to sort of um, re-remember all of these great feminine spirits because even in like the religious traditions or the spiritual traditions it's mostly like patriarchal male forms that have been revered and the women even though they had like very very strong roles in in their undertakings of the males and in their missions were somehow like subdued into the background and i thought that it was just like a very um uh, we I, i was just like led to sort of bring notice back to these really, really amazing women. And that's just why we have, um, you know, these uh, great feminine spirits um, who have inspired the line. Um, Not to say that this is just for women. I mean, we call it a feminine-centric perfumery only because um, the whole aspect of the senses of uh, the olfactory senses somehow has like a feminine aspect to it. But interestingly, we've also had like males come in and ask um, if we could create something for them. We've had like um, uh, women asking to create something for their husbands, you know. So it's it's quite interesting how this turned out, actually. Oh, that's that's interesting. I, I should have thought <laughs> that one. <laughs> But um, that's that's beautiful how... Um, you know, you're bringing that re-remembrance mm-hmm. back. And, um, you know, these select personalities are key um, to that sort of uh, conscious mm-hmm. awareness uh, through through our senses. And um, <clears throat> I, I, I also want to say that um, from our last request uh, with La Maison, you had created a um an exclusive line for us called the Zenith. Mm-hmm, that's correct. Yeah, so that's I look forward to having that exclusively available for those who are connecting to this energy field uh, through our Zenabia order, if you may. And um, you know, uh, for those listening, know that we will be having the Zenith line also available in the different um, forms through Zens, specifically for, um, you know, our, our, um, our, our, our seekers here with the Zainab sort of uh, energy that we're working with. So I, I'm really grateful for I'm that. I'm really looking forward and we're so honored at Zens to be creating this specific limited edition line for for your seekers. Um, and uh, uh, really, we're like really looking forward to creating this special blend. And um, I know that Zainab as a great feminine spirit is someone who inspires you. And um, uh, you also, um, in a way... Um, you know, encouraged us to like look um, 
beyond what we know of her and really discover her path um, in the tradition of Islam. And um, I have to, again, thank you for that because learning is always appreciated in a personal journey. And uh, yeah, we're really, really honored to be, you know, concocting this blend um, for you and for all of your fellow seekers. Yeah, obviously, um, I, I, I welcome, you know, I welcome your sense of understanding. And I, and I want to just say that it's basically, I see it almost like, you know, she's, she's bringing together these beautiful uh, flowers in this garden, in this Fatimi garden, which I call the Fatimi garden, where you have these beautiful um, souls and, you know, seeking that. Uh, I'm honored to be made aware of um, these flowers um, and, and you being one of those. So I see you as being brought through her um, as opposed to, you know, that Instagram message. And I know we mm -hmm. don't limit it to that. We both are totally aware, but it's almost like I'm seeing it through mm -hmm. that lens. And, and, and then it's just like, you know, everything else falls into place. So it's just amazing mm -hmm. to be a witness, um, to be a witness. That's, mm -hmm. that's all I can really say, just to be a witness in this um, mm -hmm. unfolding, basically. And um, now in terms of, um, you know, what you're using in terms of the selection mm -hmm. of oils and so forth, I know just like coffee, there's this, you know, there's, there's a lot on the ethically mm -hmm. sourcing factor of, you know, where mm -hmm. we get our oils from and, and, and the whole, you know, um, um, uh, whole range of crucial you know, mm -hmm. matters regarding mm -hmm. the trade and so forth. So how does that work? How, how does a person like me who's interested in getting something, um, how do we check to find out that the products we're using are ethically sourced? And why is it important, uh, for example, like, you know, we can discuss that. But for me, I'm just thinking, you know, if I'm going to put something on myself mm -hmm. and I want to maximize the um, energetic um, benefits mm -hmm. of that oil um, within the within the unlimited spectrum that you know it it carries. So then, I obviously want to make sure that what I'm getting has good energy right from the start, mm -hmm. the starting point of the journey mm -hmm. to to where it is right now with me. Right. So, how does that work with that? Right. So we go to great lengths to make sure that the oils, the essences and the flower waters that we source are 100% organic. Um, moreover, when we create our personalized blends, we don't add any harmful chemicals. Um, the products that we create for our customers are also the same products that we personally use in our day to day. And our blends and mists are made to order, we deliver freshly created batches, but um, so it really is a matter of us going to um, going to traders directly um, and sourcing the material from them. And these are usually approved by government bodies that are certified. And now what we're thinking of doing is also re like certifying 
um, our um, uh, products themselves uh, because they've already been certified uh, for the traders. Um, so this is this is how we uh, you know make sure and sort of allay the fears of our customers now. Um, letting them know that um, you know the the ingredients that go into the blend are hundred percent organic. Right. Okay. So that's that's interesting. So that that would you know give a better um, assurance to the um, to the customer. Right. Right. Client. And it's really important because there's there's like a lot of um, um, you know material in the market. Um, that that could as being hundred percent organic, but what's really important, like for most discerning customers, they're really looking at some sort of certification, and we figured that this is important because this is something that we ourselves would look for. Like when we um, approach traders, like we make sure that they're certified, um, and um, and and with some right. of them now, we're trying to like uh, source them directly from people who do like the distillation um, themselves. So it's just like an um, ongoing journey now. You know, now we want to like work directly with those who are involved in distilling and stuff like, you know, maybe small farmers and distillers. Um, so, yeah, we're actually on that journey now. And I think it's, it's very interesting to like also support people who are doing this uh, directly. But sometimes, but sometimes we can't help it. We have. Right. Um, it becomes like really, really difficult to go to the right. person who's doing the distillation. Like there's a couple of people that I found out who are distilling themselves, um, you know, uh, like flowers and essences from their backyards, but they're not too many. And the range they're offering is limited, limited to what they're surrounded um, and then specifically looking for each and mm. like every ingredient, like cinnamon, for example, becomes bit um overwhelming so like for ingredients like that we directly buy from traders who are certified interesting interesting <clears throat> that's um that's that's nice to see how you're expanding into um, you know more of uh what what is actually being sought by by the um awakened um, individual who, who's looking beyond just, you know, the labels. So that's, that's nice. Is there any particular um, scent that is um, quite popular with you all? You know, what we've been actually witnessing through, um, uh, through what our customers are asking for uh, it's it's really really strange, but also sort of reflects the collective phenomena. And we basically, before we start, um, uh, the first step uh, in our interaction with customers is doing like a customization form, um, because um, you know most of the blends. Uh, people prefer them to be customized for for certain uh, you know remedial seekings um they come to us to like heal certain aspects of themselves and um it was just um enlightening like i was going through like the backlog of customization forms that we have and a lot of people are actually seeking um help with their anxiety 
um and and that's something it's it, it really reflects to the collective phenomenon i think and for and and then they would say anxiety and maybe um some other things that they need help with um so uh you know because our, the nature of zen is that we then would recommend them certain blood. so we find ourselves recommending sophia a lot and Uh, also Khadija okay um you know because people are anxious about like um uh, you know the aspect of being able to sustain themselves and I think a lot of that anxiety comes from that so we see ourselves um recommending Khadija for grounding energy and Sophia energy so that sort of sometimes it's like a blend of two um um two offerings that that need to go into the um healing process of the customer um you know so they work hand in hand like they get grounded and then they also get spiritual insight into what they need to be the next steps that they need to take wow. and um it's really amazing like the power sense flowers and herbs you know and what they can do how they can like augment uh your energy it's uh, it's really amazing <laughs> i like that term augment yeah because that's technically what's happening um here in in saudi arabia that's we right. have an abundance of rose water and historically yeah historically um in 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 islamic history um rose water was mm. almost like divine and it was used for mm. the most holiest ceremonies and um for healing and um so many uh so many mm-hmm. rituals that would take place on a spiritual level so we have um bath and and that is where everything rose water or rose right. related is created and uh so do you get your rose water from a, a local like is it from Saudi Arabia or right so it's very seasonal so the elsewhere. first um product that we offer is the all in one the body face and hair mist um and a major percentage of that contains um rose water uh, so we um we basically source either beiruti rose water rose water in and bulgaria is seasonal and uh you know okay. it's, it's only because we've been um we've been test uh and each of them has their own specific sort of like scent and a personality and um so we're sort of like um we we want to start like working also with this um and we're thinking of like using a specific country for a specific season but i could definitely say thai rose water as well interesting yeah and and that's, it's amazing that you really speak nice about rose water um, um and and how rose water you know his like, um spiritual traditions religious traditions um and it's really you know knowledge that has been forgotten 
um, I, you know, I, I have like a spiritual mentor and um, he would always suggest uh, people who, you know, are looking, um, you know, at um, maybe finding their partners or looking to improve their love energy. He would always say, um, use rose water, anoint yourself with rose water, you know. Um, it's really a very feminine um, mm. uh, element, rose. Um, and um, whether it's used by males or by females, it like activates that that heart energy. It makes you like softer. It makes you like uh, sort of open, I feel. And um, yeah, it's like one of our favorite ingredients to use, uh, rose water for everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so true and uh I, I i i can acknowledge that for sure because um the spray that i have which is the all-purpose um i even use that right. as a right. room spray sometimes just to set the mood and um i can i can pick up the hints of uh, rose water in there and it's just such a gentle right um, aroma it's just like you want to drink it <laughs> you want to have rose water tea and um i remember um you know on various travels that uh, a common theme at the mm-hmm. uh, at the shrines of the sufi saints are rose petals and they would have these anointing um i'm not sure what they're called but they're almost like um some sort of I, I don't know the actual term, but you you know you would shake it. The and spritzer. The water would come out. It's, um, yeah, basically, yeah. basically, yeah, the traditional one though. No, no, Not, it, you don't we have just to have like holes at the stem, and, and all and, you have to um, do is shake you it. Know. Up. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that wow. that's part of the healing, you know, to get that energy clearing or to get the grace from that specific. Right, um, you know, location right. or that shrine or that individual, and and I and I remember as a child, um, especially um, with the rose, it was just like this natural instinct to want to bite the <laughs> bite the <laughs> petal, like yeah. eat it, like yeah. I would do that. But then when I came to know that in Canada, you know, um, you've got all these <laughs> right. pesticides and whatnot on it, I. I but it's just a natural instinct for me to no, and it's very do that. Um, yeah, I've and, done and it since in you India. call it natural, it is very natural. Um, you know, rose rose has been used in desserts a lot, like petals. But of course, you have to make sure that you know it's pesticide yes. free. The best thing would be to then get it from a certified um, trader who sells um, pesticide free rose petals. And there's a couple who do that, or just grow them in your backyard. You know, and then use them in food. Um, because that then again would be a great way to um, like supercharge, um, uh, you know, your your energy with those by ingesting it literally into your body. That's that's amazing. Such an amazing um, insight. And um, even even the rose, uh, according to the Sufi tradition especially um, emphasized even in Turkish um, Turkish um, culture is the rose um, apart from the tulip but the, the rose represents the prophet peace be upon him 
and um, it's very symbolic for that. And then the um, annual washing of the Kaaba is um, also done with rose water, the cleansing of the prophetic, uh, prophetic mm -hmm. chamber. Same thing. Historically, we know that uh, the rulers <clears throat> would, um, you know, basically uh, there, there would be a ceremony to cleanse, not necessarily cleanse, but to um, purify like the inner uh, chambers. Yeah. To wash. Yeah, pure. Yeah, exactly. The inner chambers um, with rose water. And I personally had witnessed um, the cleansing wow. of the Kaaba. Or right. the washing of the Kaaba. Yeah, I, I, I noticed that. And um, what happened was that the, uh, I didn't, you know, see the actual rose water being used. But a man came out and he had the Bahur mm -hmm. as well uh, with the frankincense mm -hmm. and all of that. So, I mean, um, it's just so profound, the the experience, because you're, all your senses are Mm -hmm. literally awakened uh with with the uh potency of the um mm -hmm. aromas that they are using the bahur that's right the, you know the Laban, uh, a lot the of um yeah. spiritual and religious traditions uh really um uh, exemplify the the art and the ritual of of using incense you know, whether they be um, mosques or churches even, or synagogues or temples, um, the ritual of incensing uh, a space or a site or premises is really given a lot of importance to. And I think, um, although it's very prevalent in the Middle East to, you know, the ritual of like perfuming, um, um, I really feel though that we've also sort of forgotten the art of awakening the olfactory senses um you know and uh, because today it's all about like the visual and the auditory uh somehow the other senses they um sort of um you know kind of like fade a little bit uh you know in in into the background um uh, we forget how to like really um strengthen them and that's really really important because if you see you know just through the aspect of fragrancing or perfuming you can immediately it's such a massive shift that you experience in the way you feel immediately it's almost immediate you know um, and and so I think if you yes um, absolutely absolutely you know, I, I, I feel like even like um, I, I wouldn't say that, uh, for instance, things like depression and anxiety. And I mean, um, uh, of course, you'd have to take or seek medical help. Um, that, you know, it's not something that can be discounted, but you also could maybe look into supplementing that therapy with um, perfuming therapy, you know. Um, you know, there are, you know, certain smells that would immediately just like wake you up, like just shake up your senses. And um, I think it's really important mm -hmm. to strengthen the olfactory senses, you know, um, train your train your olfactory senses. I mean, there's this very um, um, I, I'm sure like I'm not phrasing it correctly, but I think it's a Jewish saying like um, um 
you know, something in the lines of uh, smelling by the nose and which goes to the, um, um, it sort of plays in with the idea of the Jewish nose and like having like a very um, specific like being Jewish nose, like the hook nose. And that, if you if you actually go behind them, uh, and and also the Kashmiris have that very specific um, feature of the nose, right? It's like the Jewish nose, the aquiline uh, nose, or the hook nose, right. and um, and I think it's that 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 saying sort of plays with the idea of um, um, of somehow spirituality and sensing something. It's like correlated, you know. Um, so basically, there's a very strong um, tradition in spirituality that has to do with the nose, and it's almost forgotten. It's like, you know, th- these things like um, smelling the rat and, you know, sp- you know, I can smell there's something right. funky, you know, with the situation. It's got to do with the nose, right? Mm-hmm. And there's something True. to that. Um, and. That's, that's and true. it's really strange that people are becoming less sensitized to their olfactory senses. Um, some people, it's amazing. Like, at least I'm like, I have a reputation for having a very critical nose in the family. But it's really strange when I, you know, I'm like in a space and I can smell something and I'm like telling others around me, can you smell that? They'd be like, what are you talking about? Right. Um, so I would say that really uh, try because now we're so overwhelmed by the visual and the auditory. If you can try to uh, strengthen your olfactory sense. Um, and I think one of the ways you can do that is by, um, you know, when, when you take like a certain fragrance, for example, rose, then you smell it and you describe it. You don't just say, oh, rose essential oil smells rosy. No, you don't do that. You have to like describe it in adjectives, right? Like maybe it smells fresh, it smells powdery, you know, it's um, maybe weather, right? So you start like describing these, um, these fragrances and that's how you get like more attuned um, I think that's something that needs oh, wow. to be taught. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's awesome. I mean, oh, wow. Um, I think that's so important because I think, you know, with our modern lifestyles, our sense of hearing um, olfactory, our, our vision itself is just so limited. Um, and and so we've lost touch with our innate sort of um, knowings and 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 our sense sensory mm-hmm. uh, potentialities. So it's interesting how some people have a heightened sense of mm-hmm. smell, uh, whereas I think we're all a lot of us are, or maybe all of mm-hmm. us are born with that. And then you know our environments play an import uh, a, a role to mm-hmm. sort of dumb it down so we've been mm-hmm. dumbed down basically um it's all it was also like there's a tradition of the prophet peace be upon him a saying where he says um made beloved to me from your That's world right. are woman in perfume and the fullness of my eyes is in prayer so i mean perfume right there highlight and it's such an important um, part of uh, beautification in the Islamic mm-hmm. spiritual tradition. 
where um, there's so much emphasis on that. Like I do a lot of the molded gatherings here mm-hmm. in Saudi Arabia and it's like heaven. You walk in and you're just, you're, you're not just getting a high off mm-hmm. what is being recited, but <laughs> what mm-hmm. is taken in through um, fragrance or, you know, our olfactory sense, it's just it's just mm-hmm. beyond description. And uh, you just want to stay in that sort of mm-hmm. environment for as long as you can, because it's, it's just, it's a, what happens is that all these forms of beauty and uh, uh, mm-hmm. perfume being one of them, they're, they're, they're reminding us of home. It reminds us of heaven because technically Adam came from heaven. And hence, we are all beings of another planet. We are aliens mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. So when we see something beautiful, which is natural, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's a person or whether it's nature, whether it's, um, you know, a fragrance, mm-hmm. you know, um, then we are being reminded of uh, paradise. And right. that's what it is. It's just we are constantly, it's a constant returning of home every moment. So we are. We must be seekers of beauty, and hence, um, it is. It is like it's a known fact that when a child would mm-hmm. come home, and um, the mother or the father would know immediately that that child had been touched by the Prophet Sallallahu because that child was um, uh, basically, you know, he or she would have this fragrance oh, wow. that would linger. For days, and it was just because the Prophet ﷺ was—he was an embalmment. Right. He was always mm-hmm. uh, fragrant. Um, uh, uh, so that's um, something interesting. And he never had, um, according to the traditions, there was no mm-hmm. body odor. There was no sense of that at all existing within mm-hmm. him, ﷺ. And so. Um, that's just you know another thing and and even these um uh, and the ritual um that the sufis mm-hmm. actually have is um is the the um is the um is the is the burning mm-hmm. of the oud i wouldn't i wouldn't limit it to sufis but it is a traditional it's a traditional right. practice and uh, yes it's probably more widely practice within Sufis um, or the Sufi community but it's just it's just mm-hmm. part of our tradition anyway so it's like such a big thing like your mm-hmm. house must smell nice right whether if it's incense of sandalwood from India or if it's like you know the the oud from Cambodia mm-hmm. or whatever you know you've got that and uh, I've got to introduce you by mm-hmm. the way off topic well it's related with um, an individual here who makes um, uh, perfumes as a passion. And he's um, one of the descendants of the last king of, uh, uh, of Hijaz, Sharif Hussein. So he gets into that space where he's inspired to use certain mm-hmm. um, oils to uh, concoct basically concoct mm-hmm. his blends and then he has you know the royals who flock to his stuff it's like mm-hmm. you've got to have his stuff <laughs> you know and uh it's just amazing mm-hmm. his shop and uh everything about it is just it's, mm-hmm. uh, 
Right. It's amazing. So it's, 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 it's a, um, yeah, it's an art. It's an art. It form. absolutely is. Yeah. And, and um, it's really strange that now, obviously, the, the Middle Eastern traditions and the Persian traditions are more so known for the art of practicing perfumery. There's this huge and very old and ancient tradition that originates from India on the art of using perfumery in the body and how different oils and perfumes are used to anoint different parts of the body. And um, mm. this is something that really warrants um, a deep uh, study into. And people, if you're interested in the art of perfumery, should definitely look into, look into this. Um, these, I think, I think this manual came sometime around... Um, uh, the period when um, the Kama Sutra was written, and if I'm not wrong, it might have been uh, him. I, I can't pronounce his name, Vyavsatna, or something like that. I'm sorry, forgive me if I butchered the, butchered this great okay. individual's name really, really badly. But um, of course, um, I'm, I'm not sure if it's credited to him, but there's this manual. And it's been re, um, uh, sort of uh, retranslated and reinterpreted by this amazing lady called Seema Anand. Um, and um, uh, basically, it's a manual on how different oils, perfumes rather, have to be anointed, um, you know, with specific body parts. And it's just amazing. It's such an it's such a science in and of itself, oh, wow. and um, it's it's a very scientific treatise, and really warrants a deep uh, deep study of. So yeah, I would encourage your listeners to maybe look into that. I don't really know if the book necessarily has a name. I mean, it was a script that was written by someone I don't know back in like all of those years ago, right? Um, but I'm sure that they'd be able to find it or right. just simply, you know, a great introduction would be uh, Seema Anand, like her work. And maybe from there, you know, go into go back right. into the ancient text if you can find it somewhere. OK, interesting. That's um that's interesting. So you don't have the name of the actual. Um, I actually had. I actually bought it. On you. I, I can't believe I've forgotten the name of it, but I'm. Uh, okay. I'll be sure to share it with you. Okay. No. Yeah, no and you can share it in the show notes. I just have to look into my Kindle library and then. Oh, it's called the Art of Seduction. I'm sorry, I remember that. Yes. <laughs> oh my God, that looks good. Okay, hold on. Wait, I. The Art of Seduction. I've got a book uh -huh. similar to that title. Okay. I just want to know if it's the same one. This book came out, I think, about two years ago um, by Seema Anand. And she goes, she does like a okay. very, the very, very okay. brief like gloss over about that idea in the ritual of, 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 um, of perfuming the body. And uh, she's doing that just kind of like to tease you into like exploring further and deeper, you know. And um, yeah, that reminds okay. me, I myself need to like look into that, um, look into that um, into that old ancient text right right okay i think the one i have is robert green but mm -hmm. I, I don't think it's the same mm -hmm. thing at all in terms of the subject matter 
but there we also have the um, right right the perfumed garden that was a and, translated and, work um, right and that oh, that has a mention i forget the name of the author <clears throat> right right same here <laughs> same here i don't want to butcher the name but uh we can we can put these um we can put these uh, recommended reads um you know in the uh, description of our podcast for people if they're interested because there's a couple of other books that I would like to yes. recommend and even from yourself if there's anything then we can mm-hmm. um, you know have that list available so that's um, that's that um, yeah and and yeah and and going back to the rituals even in 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 healing um, we have um, we, I mean, do you personally um, burn bahur on specific days, or is it just you know on certain occasions? I burn what do you everything recommend? and anything, literally. Like for me, I just like love. Okay. Uh, for me, I'm in love with the with the ritual of um, uh, burning incense. Like I have even experimented with burning like spices. You know, I'll just put anything into the mix. So for me, I have to have like um, okay. uh, bukhur or oud or frankincense burning like every other day, if not every day, every other day. Um, okay. And I also experiment with adding okay. bay leaves to it, cloves, um, uh, what, what else, cinnamon sticks, um, black pepper. I mean, just like anything and everything you know but most often than not it's like really dictated by how I feel like um, um, what I do is okay something that I could like maybe um, share with your re- uh, with your listeners um, the the art of like uh, using certain perfumes or certain essential oils on specific body parts um, for example um it's it's a great like you know women are mostly involved in the ritual of like perfuming and like creaming the body post showers um and if they're doing that i would highly recommend them to switch to oils um basically you know use like try to use uh the rose essential oil in your maybe add a few drops into your regular you know cream or lotion that you use or maybe add it into a carrier oil whatever you like almond or olive and just like take a few drops of that oil and rub it around like the uh, the the uh, the heart area uh, you know uh, all over the chest if you can okay. it's like um, it's 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 very therapeutic and that's the point where your heart energy is located and that really helps to like sort of like bring that gentleness into your into your spirit you know um so that's something that's recommended you know going back to like burning certain things on specific days um i don't practice uh you know um that too much but obviously like the tradition is on fridays to like burn oud but i do oud burning like any other day you know i'm almost almost on an everyday basis um but something to like really look into right. is um using specific oils 
on specific body parts and this is what the zen spirit series goes back into like every oil blend that we have which is dedicated to a specific feminine spirit um basically it um you know it it takes care of those specific uh, of specific energies and specific healings that are required in specific um, points in your body. Um, if you feel like, you know, you're angry a lot, you're dealing with anger and unresolved issues, then, you know, we would tell them to use the Eve blend, which again has like the rose essential oil is, uh, is a major ingredient in that blend. Uh, and then we would recommend them to sort of like, you know, apply it over the heart area. And that really helps. So, um, yeah, those would really be my recommendations. Right. And, and, and how about anxiety or just feeling, just wanting to feel um, overall positive throughout the day? Is there like, you know, like a, a daily sort of must use that you would recommend yeah, or is it just based on so create so you know how you're mm, feeling so these are like you know, two very different yeah. uh requirements right if you were to address anxiety then lavender right uh greatly helps a lot um and if you're talking about creative energy like if you're feeling lethargic then i would say the most easiest uh essential oil to get and to use to address it immediately or quickly would be something in the in the in the orange family like your bergamot or your lime or your orange essential oil if you don't have access to these oils if they're too expensive mm. for you i mean most of them um these days are like quite nominally priced but you know if you don't have access to it immediately then what you need to do is just like boil some water in a, in a in a pot and just like add a few drops of like lemon drops you know or orange drops like like real orange juice drops or something and if you have a vaporizer then right. great otherwise just like um, boil some water and let like the vapor like you know evaporate into the room so that would be my recommendation right right so going back to zen's um the products that are currently available, these are for body application or is it also to, um, uh, you know, essential oils to, um, for fragrance or for aromatherapy? In the yeah, so what we're so offering right it, now is, is two products, essentially. So the first one is the all-in-one body face and hair mist. And then the second is the Zen Spirit series, um, you know, the seven blends that we've created. So the blends are basically um, right. blends of essential oils with carrier oils to address specific uh, issues that people are dealing with. Um, or we also do like you know completely customized blends like if there are customers who don't want anything from the zen spirit series then we would um you know do like a full-on customization um you know taking into account um, any issues that they have or they have specific smells or fragrances that they want in their blend so this is like a complete different customization service we also do um, at the moment, this is what we have. Um, 
I don't know if we would venture into providing uh, or offering, um, you know, just essential oils, um, but definitely uh, the next step that, that we're thinking right. of is to create perfumes. Uh, which would be your perfume and eau de toilette, you know, this is something that we're definitely looking at offering into the near future. Uh, so just like, you know, look out for that. We're on Instagram. Exciting. Um, at zens.me, that's Z-E-N-S-E dot M-E. So, um, you know, whenever that line comes out, um, you should be able to hear about it. Definitely. Um, I'm just trying to think if there was anything else. Um, okay, mm -hmm. chemical sensitivities and perfumes, mm -hmm. right? Commercially uh, provided perfumes. I mean, how toxic are these? Mm -hmm. Because I know myself, I've con I converted long back. But um, people here especially, they're very big on perfumes and, uh, you know, something that's pure in comparison mm -hmm. to something manufactured with mm -hmm. you know laced with god knows what inside um how does that impact you know it's as like, harmful fun? or as beneficial as just eating indiscriminately you know i would just say that it's it's um indiscriminate as just like popping an apple without knowing if it's waxed or unwaxed or it's been laden with pesticides or not so you don't know like the um the uh, the the additives that go into a bottle of perfume unless you know you're going to someone and getting your bottle of perfume customized right um and i myself converted a very very mm -hmm. long time ago with regards to um uh, you know perfuming products and um and uh, uh, lotion products like I don't use commercial products anymore at all it's all like just 100% pure oils um, mixed with essential oils um, I would say yeah of course it would have an impact you know uh, and we all know that it's a known fact and um, imagine it's more so harmful for women because we tend to spray um, you know under the armpits which directly goes into your lymphatic system I mean your breasts are close um, you know to that right. area and if you're feeding a baby you know you're a nursing mother then it's terribly harmful you know, and if you're not uh, a mother already, then think about the future you're creating for your body, you know, and women have been known to suffer in the most recent years with um, various ailments in regards to the breasts. And I think you really should be very careful about what you use, um, you know, so I would say that also look into places that do customized perfumes and a lot of um, perfume houses are doing that, you know, from Europe to the Americas to Asia. Uh, you can also go to like small um, home-based perfumers who can attest to the authenticity. If you ask them of the products that they're using, you can be a part of that process. Um, we plan to do that also uh, when we come out with the perfume line. Um, where, you know, we, we make sure that, like, we're not using any chemicals at all. I mean, already we don't in the products that we're offering, but we also want to do something with perfumes because, uh, you know, it's such a beloved um, a tool in a woman's um, vanity, you know.
So um, this is something that we're really, really excited right. about. And um, I would say, yeah, be more mindful of these products because we use them so much as women in our daily lives, um, more so than we eat, I think. You know, I mean, at least I have the habit of every two hours going and like spritzing some kind of right. spray on myself. And I want to make sure when I'm doing that, I can drink that spray, you know. And um, I'm so glad that I've come to a point where I actually can. I'm, you know, though that's the extent, um, uh, uh, you know, um, uh, that that's that's the extent to which my products are organic. So you want to reach that point um, where literally you're one with everything that you use. You're Yummy. one with everything that you eat and ingest. You know, hopefully also what we what we breathe. Um, maybe plant more trees or something. <laughs> I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, possibly. No, and what you just mentioned, one with what you eat, um, you know, we perfume to smell nice, right? But at the same time, um, eating clean would not really result to, you know, the body odors and so forth. So... I think that's yeah, something it, key yeah, to it, just it shows holistic, up. eating clean. Because you, when you when you change your diet, then you feel clean. You you don't uh, emit the boat, uh, odors and so forth. So right. It's right. all because what you, you know, eat reflects in your body odor, in your secretions, and all of that. Um, so yeah, it's it's amazing. You know, our bodies are such wonderlands. You know, we've got to like treat it like as a temple really mm -hmm. you know we would i mean i would hear about this 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 saying of you know your your body is your temple and and it's only now you know a couple of years um uh, maybe it's been a couple of years since i've actually discovered the meaning um uh, you know um and the and basically the the uh, the understanding of what that saying really means you know you're that's true. Yeah, the reality, basically. Because you're, you're living that now, you're practicing it, you're embodying it. And then you're also holding a space for people to actually connect to products that would help bring that into another person's life. Mm -hmm. So that it's And thanks is, to um, you, uh, in a great part, service. for really pushing us, you know, and... Uh, really initiating our wow. energy to push forth and, and, you know, share our offerings with the world at large. I'm very grateful for that. I'm honored. Thank you so I'm much. Honored. You are. I'm You're honored so to be part of the Zen family. <laughs> Honestly, definitely, definitely, definitely. So, uh, yeah, I think for now we've covered quite a bit. Um, we're going to get that yes. list included, right, in our description. So if you could later provide me uh, any titles that you'd recommend for reading and so forth, then we can include that. And uh, I look forward to Hopefully having soon. you for yes. other topics. <laughs> yes. It's my right. pleasure Thank and you my so honor. Much for your time, Afra. So we... Thank you. And so just to recap, if you want to connect to Zen's products, it's Z-E-N-S-E -E dot M-E on Instagram. 
Perfect. Yes. Great. Thank you so Take much care, for having and me. We'll and we'll be speaking soon. Greetings to all of your listeners. All right. Take care. Bye.